Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern. I am Massive Simpsons' Zork Murphy McLaughlin. Every episode of this podcast, we'll talk about a different episode of The Simpsons, specifically one from the first eight seasons with a couple of fellow fans. We're talking about season seven's Team Homer, which is the Pin Pals episode. Also features a subplot where the kids get school uniforms. With me, regular guests, Catherine Allen. Hello. And Timothy Clark. Ahoy hoy, podcasterinos. Yeah, yeah. We're back. We the were... dynamic duo. Me and you, or you and Catherine? <laughs> me and Catherine. Okay, right. <laughs> you're the... We've done an episode before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're the dynamic duo, and you're the joker trying to take down this podcast. Uh, trying to sabotage yeah. it from within. Yeah. Team Homer, and we've assembled quite a team of podcasters today. <laughs> we have. We've got... We've got uh, a dumb, drunk idiot. We've got someone with bartending experience. And we've got someone who can't do an Apu voice that isn't offensive. It's as if we're in the episode. Yep, well done. There we go. <laughs> what would have been better is we've got someone who's better than dirt. Not uh, the fancy store. Not the fancy the dirt. I mean, that stuff's loaded with nutrients. How can you compete with that? Yeah, no, truly. You're right. The Simpsons. A lot of great Mo moments in this episode, actually. Mm. Oh, you could combine that into moments. Oh. What a portmanteau. <gasps> this is why we get it. had you on a bunch of times, Tim. <laughs> so clever. <laughs> oh, man. You tell you what, folks, you should pause this episode Go over to Apple or Spotify. Rate us five stars because it's not getting better than this. Mm. Um, but yeah, you guys like the app? Yeah, it's good. It's a good one, isn't it? All yeah. right. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode that's it. of Murph's Tavern. We did it. And that's why you bring us together because we just, we fire through it. We get it done. You know, no Dynamic, about. you would say. Yes. Um, well, this episode actually is straight out of the gates um, with like gags. You've got... The Mad Mag is so gags. Ga- gags. Just said dags. <laughs> yeah, you've got Homer. Like, Who's a dag? Uh, is he a dag? <laughs> oh, I, I would say. Dag. I would say Homer is a dag. Yeah, in like Homer Palooza, he's definitely yeah a dag. Yeah, yeah. I mean the Millhouse. Va- Millhouse is a Millhouse, dag. He's in the first dag. scene. He's the Dutch. <laughs> Duds v dags. Yeah, yeah, they're one in the same, I suppose. Um, no, what I was, what I said was gags, and you've got Mad Magazine jokes like. Sp- Bam, like first two minutes of the episode is just full mm. on jokes about mm-hmm. Mad Magazine. Now, Murphy, take uh, take this as an insult. You seem like a guy who loved Mad Magazine growing up. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't actually. Really? No, all I my mom used to always get it for me from the library. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, well, she worked at library and sometimes she just bring home a stack. Oh, oh and beautiful. Yeah. Oh like I gosh. didn't hate it, but I always thought, because you hear like... People that work on The Simpsons, people in comedy, particularly um, people that were making stuff in the 80s, 90s, they'll always say their inspiration, like a big thing that got them into comedy was Mad Magazine. Right. I feel like that always pops up in interviews and stuff. Mm, um, yeah. Every writer on The Simpsons I've heard say they were influenced by Mad Magazine and stuff. Yeah. I Mine was, was um, never that into it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Sophie's Choice. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yeah. <laughs> that was okay. my You know what threw me is that in my head I was like, what's the saddest movie? <laughs> right, right, right. No, what and I was like I, I was Schindler's trying... List. No, don't go Holocaust. <laughs> and then I said Sophie's Choice. I was I was going, Oh, Sophie's Choice. She's making a mad magazine parody of that movie. Wait a minute, it's just called that. <laughs> I'm so used to A lot of layers, none yeah. of them. Yeah. I'm None so, of them good. Yeah. Uh, much like the Simpsons writers are inspired by Mad Magazine, that joke inspired me to continue comedy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, uh, anyway, that makes of this. no, but I remember like reading Mad as yeah. a kid, and mm. look, to be fair, I wasn't reading the ones from the six seventies and eighties. So. I'm going to throw <laughs> something to you. Yeah, if you had to choose, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Please do not make that the recurring thread of the episode, Catherine. Stop it now. Um, mm. I think you were spoiled for choice. I feel like maybe Mad mm. Magazine appealed to people because it was like this treat. Yeah. You know, where they would go and save up their pocket money or whatever when they were younger, go and get it, and it would be just this, you know, whole other exciting world. Yeah. Whereas it sounds like you were just like, oh, I've got all these magazines to choose <laughs> from. Right. Spot you must on. Have Felt like a millionaire. <laughs> My and gosh. I, and I think the the time period that we would have been reading it growing yep. up as well. Yeah. I, I think they would have been focusing more on like the you know the movie parodies and pop culture bullshit instead of like when it initially started and it was a bit more hard hitting, uh, you know, political satire from the fifties and sixties. You know, literally giving it to Spiro, Ag- Spiro Agnew <laughs> at the time. And there would have been less stuff like that out there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, I remember once I got really upset by a Mad Magazine. By They had something about... um, Jurassic Pork? What could they be talking about? (laughs) That's not the name of the movie, (laughs) Mum. This is is not what I wanted. (laughs) Well, no, I I actually... It's a good Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) I had to pitch it up a little bit. I think I cried because it had a thing about <laughs> dead dogs. And I like, I love dogs, still do. And it was like, had like a picture of like a dog on in a park, like dead. And like there were flies on it and shit. Oh, and I remember like being really upset. So I think that put me off at a school. It's a really depressing podcast so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, For an episode that is very lighthearted. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yeah. a lot of, I would say like Dark humor in this one. <laughs> there are a lot of disturbing little bits, though. A lot right. of disturbing sound disturbing... effects yes. in this episode. Yeah, you've got the classic Hans Molman's brains getting drilled. Yeah, right. Yeah. You can feel. You can feel yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, blinking in unison. Yeah, yeah. Blinking in unison, and the the hand over the <laughs> bowling ball machine, yeah. and it just like. It's like fish. Yeah. Do you think maybe the sound effects department just got like a new, they got like a bigger budget and they were like, let's just go ham this episode. We figured out how to make this weird slurpy, slimy sound. They've got a synthesizer where they've got (laughs) the blinking sound effect in all notes and they can play the Simpsons theme song with blinks. That'd be cool. Uh, someone's going to edit that together. <laughs> Send it through along with your uh, manifesto and your <laughs> promise that the police will never take you alive. <laughs> Send it through to Tavern at yourdead.com. Yep. You've also got, with Burns' hand, um, him dipping his finger into Homie's drink. Oh, and yes. finger, uh, Not so oh, much a sound effect, but yeah. Uh, that I wrote down, um, uh, like, Mr. Burns, his medical history we get a lot of it in this episode yeah it's like this overarching theme of the show like the x-files episode where he's like you know wandering around in the forest yeah yeah who is his doctor is he going to well he, dr hibbert he goes to dr nick special, remember he because go he goes dr. you nick. won't feel a thing till i put this down your throat mm. yeah that was 
Am also, I allowed to do that <laughs> voice anymore? I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a poo. Give me, give me something. <laughs> yeah, you can do Nick. It, it's what? It, uh, I don't know if they ever say where he knocked a Nick's actually from. I think they I don't keep think it anybody knows. Yeah. Yeah. He's from upstairs Hollywood Medical College. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Doctor Nick's he's um his doctor, yeah. uh, or at least one of his his doctors. Um, there seems to be a team when he's going yeah. through that conveyor belt type thing mm. in, in the X Files episode. Um, but we're not talking about that episode. We're talking about <laughs> Team Homer. Sorry, bring it. The bring Pin it Pals. My mistake. Uh, My mistake. Mm. Let's go back to Mad Magazine. The Pod Pals chatting about the oh, Pin Pals. Oh, nice, nice. There are so many good moments in this episode. I think it's one of those episodes you forget. Um, like certain jokes are from it. Like Catherine, you said while we were watching it, the Skinner's speech about being in the um the camp and having the stew. Is this a Josh? <laughs> this is this is and also David Merkin as well. So I'm guessing a holdover from another season or some oh, bullshit like this. Murphy, yeah, we're gonna get real nerdy here. But here this season right. was season seven, which was run by Josh Weinstein and Bill Oakley. Mm. But a few episodes every season, um, they had a guest showrunner come in. Mm. So oh. this actually, and that was WGA mandate, right? I got no fucking idea. Okay. <laughs> it, well, it was. I listened to okay. another Simpsons podcast. <laughs> It was a WGA mandate where they had to have some uh, freelancers <laughs> okay. involved per season. Well, I thought this, this a- app was wow. Gatekeeper. You're listening to Simpsons Pods where they're talking yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, well. And you're probably thinking, <laughs> did they just hire men from Harvard? You bet. No, well, this so this episode is run by David Merkin, mm-hmm. who previously ran the show in yeah, seasons yeah. five and six. So they basically just got him back yeah. to do a few episodes this right. season. And he was already so. rich from his wig empire. <laughs> yeah, sounds like they were really helping people out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. really getting back to the arts community. Uh, I guess, yeah, they knew that he knew what he was doing. But, yeah, you've got... Uh, I think the writer for the episode was actually Mike Scully. Okay. Let me confirm that, actually. Let me open the book. And then he took over as... Yeah, runner from nine or ten onwards. Nine and ten. He's pretty much. Is uh, he the one that tanked he, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, funny dude, and he worked on Parks and Rec for a while. I think he was quite influential in that. And he's, yeah. you know, he's written some great episodes, but yeah, he's. Yeah. He just wasn't the he right person to run the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so I've got <laughs> me and Murphy talking about The Simpsons is like if Rain Man. <laughs> What had no useful skills whatsoever and also was <laughs> often wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I've got the episode in front of me. Do you want to pick who the, which character they chose for this okay. episode? It's quite, there's a lot of characters in this episode. One of its strengths mm-hmm. is their combination of characters, like getting mm-hmm. to see, you know, mm-hmm. Apu, Mo, Otto hang out but and who, all the kids who have been as well. So. Introduced for the first time or relatively early that they haven't been used in another episode. Who do you reckon? Who do, do reckon we reckon? They've chosen. Is it the ba- is it Barney's dad that runs the bowling alley? It's actually Barney's uncle. Oh, Barney's mm-hmm. uncle Al. But okay, that's your choice. I right. Which was a nice continuity nod because he'd previously been in the flashback episode where Homer works at the bowling I alley. I love that episode. Yeah, Maggie makes three. Haven't done that one for the pod oh. yet, but mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna. Ooh, is this Chalmers? Chalmers, it'd yeah. be a good episode to have him because he's yeah. got some classic moments in the, in this episode. Yeah. This is where they really all went into the whole like sitcom-y almost vibe between Skinner's and Chalmers where he's like, yes, not a yeah. thing has gone wrong. I'll just write the zero first. <laughs> this is, uh, oh, man, zero this is first. steamed ham season, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Too short. yeah. The, the character they've chosen is a bit of a wild card, Luigi. Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's good for Luigi. 
who is in the stereotypes team, with oh. along with uh, Cletus, Sea Captain, and. Uh, Oh, who else is in it? Oh, Willie. Willie, yeah. 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 The foremost um, easy to stereotype people. I was going to say, they're Scottish really... Scottish people, Italians, rednecks, and sea captains. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny about sea captain is they... He's always referred to as sea captain, but in his first appearance, mm. when he has the all-you-can-eat restaurant, they flat-out name him. Yeah. He's called Captain McAllister. In that I think episode. they say Captain McAllister one or two more times after I, that. But also, yeah, Sea Captain is fine. I guess they've got 22 minutes. McAllister, that's like... Yeah, 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 yeah. true. Four seconds. And hey, I'm sure they brought it up in season 26 when (laughs) Sea Captain got his own episode. Yeah. The Old Man and the Sea Captain or whatever it would be called. I think I was reading the other day there is an episode where you find out Sea Captain has a wife and they've been like trying to find a treasure for years. And, <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> and um, mm. they find it, but then it has to go to the city, and then it's an episode about what the money goes towards or something. Anyway, um, but no, they chose Luigi for this episode. Sometimes there's just one out of left field. It's so like, interesting. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the episode where they're at the restaurant, someone's on a date, maybe it's Mo, and they're sitting at the table in Luigi's restaurant, and then like he goes out to the back and he's just like yelling at the... The kitchen staff I, I while knew, they're sitting there. I, I knew Catherine was going to describe Luigi's one bit that he just doesn't ever. I think that's like multiple episodes. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm thinking of like one yeah. specific. Yeah, that used to be. It's an ugly kid and uh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's yeah. the one where Skinner, I think his first appearance is when Skinner takes Bart there. Yeah. And then he's like, this place is great. And then he's, yeah, yells about him. Yeah, and yeah. then Bart goes back there later by himself. And then he's like, um, it's that ugly kid who eats alone, something like that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that might be that might be the one I'm. Thinking but but of. he's done it. In, I think that was a bit of a runner there. That for was his shtick. It's that episode, for a bit, yeah. you know, where Moe's in the bar <laughs> and he's working in the bar. You know that episode. Um, there's only two stuff you may have missed for this episode. Okay, one Lay it on us. is Barney. Oh, one we've already mentioned about the second appearance of Barney's uncle, um, which let's just go on and let's deviate for a sec. Something that's always been weird is that the place is called Barney's Bolarama. Yeah. Right. And you think and that was not, that's like first episode that, that and they just mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was before they came up with funny names for places. Right. So they just went, yeah, this is called Barney's Bolarama. Alliteration. Ha <laughs> mm-hmm. ha. And there's also a character called Barney. Mm. Right. Right. But at no point is Barney shown or said as having owning the Bolarama. So I guess mm-hmm. they were like, Oh, it's another Barney. But then they have Barney's uncle running the place. Right. So, it's like, oh, okay. And in fact, Barney, in that flashback, they show Barney working there, right? That's yeah. how Homer gets the job. Right. I was going to say, uh, yeah. So, his uncle named Bolarama after his nephew. I guess so. Which, Which is really sweet. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then he just quickly fires him as well. Exactly. Barney, <laughs> um, you're fired. You know, business is business. Yeah. You well, do what you got to do. Is this, th- is this like the succession spin-off, like the Gumball <laughs> Bolarama <laughs> dynasty? And the beautiful thing is that because, you know, you always see people on Twitter asking like Bill Oakley questions about steamed hams and whatever. Yeah. If we were to try and ask the writers, they'd be like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Who over cares? 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> ask me about any of my other 20 projects I've done since. No, no. Is no. it called Barney's Bolarama because of the character Barney? Was he going to run it originally? Yeah. No. Also, and Bill Oakley, one question for you. Why did my wife leave me? <laughs> is Answer that. <laughs> Another thing in stuff you may have missed. Another thing. Is, and this is one t- 
Tim, I know you've got some something to talk about. Homer oh. stole the Oscar belonging to Dr. Hang Esknor, mm-hmm. who won Best Supporting Actor for The Killing Fields in 1984. He crossed out Dr. Nyor's name and put in his own. But in the episode we just watched, mm. it's not his name, is it? No, it's not. Okay. Whose name is it? It's Donamichi. Now, do you want to go into why? Sure, yes. It was. <laughs> it's a really fascinating, but also a bit... Well, let's go a bit dark. So, Hang Esknor... One for Killing Fields. I'm p- possibly butchering that name. Uh, it was his <laughs> film debut. He won for The Killing Field. He was a doctor during the Khmer Rogue. Uh, again, I might be mixing that up. And so when they were making this film about it, they got him to play a reporter. Okay. And he won Best Supporting Actor that year. 85, I think that would have been. 85, 86. Uh, they replaced it with Don Amici, who won Supporting Actor for 1988 for Cocoon. Okay. Now, the reason they changed it, because this would have been... This is season seven, so it would have been 96. 95, so, 96. 95, yep. 96. In 95, I looked it up, just before this episode aired, Hang S. Noir was stabbed to death in San Francisco. Uh, just a, a fluke yeah. chance. It was just a mugging. And uh, obviously, yeah, they didn't want to imply that Homer was the one who had stabbed him to yeah. steal his Oscar. So they changed it to Don Amici. Easy fix. Old man. Fun, fun if Don Amici dies in 95. <laughs> I like if they just had to keep changing it's the name. It's really sad. It's really sad, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but hey, here's some fun facts, eh? Uh this was Doris. Uh, episode was dedicated to Doris Growl, the voice of Lunch Lady Doris, who died. Oh, I was going to say Lunch Lady Doris because she's at the at the Bolarama mm-hmm. and her because her son works there, and she's yeah. I have huge, no son. Huge this is her biggest news. episode. Yeah. yeah, and then she uh, did they surely Lunch Lady Doris. Did they retire her or they just got someone to replace her? They did for years Mm -hmm. and then they brought her back because Tress McNeil actually can do a really good impression of her. Yeah, Um, I never noticed that um, it was a different But I don't know what, like, because they retired her after this episode. Right. Um, So this was her her swan song. Yeah, and great episode. I'm glad she, yeah, she got, like, um, she got some backstory. We see that she's got a son. He works Mm. at the bar. Yeah, yeah. Well, she had a son. (laughs) She also got to... um, do the, the model presentation speech yeah, at the yeah, school yeah. as well. I yeah. noticed that. Yeah, she's got... So, this is just around the end of season two of The Critic? Because she was on The Critic as well. Right, right. right. Um, my favourite Doris Grau uh, fact... Have I brought up my favourite Doris Grau fact on this podcast before? Uh, Seinfeld? Yes. You can say it anyway. She was... Well, I mean, kind of <laughs> spoiled it. <laughs> she, before... Uh, she was a script supervisor on The Simpsons and then they loved her voice so much that they just asked her to... Do a voice. Oh, so she was just talk. That's just her that's voice. just the way she, she talks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was a heavy smoker. In case you could not tell, her critic character is just always <laughs> coughing and complaining that yeah. her lungs hurt from cigarette smoke. <laughs> Real harsh, uh, <laughs> considering the way she died. But she was a script supervisor for sitcoms for a long time, and she was a script supervisor on a pilot episode for another '90s television series. <laughs> now, <laughs> listeners. Ignore everything that Murphy just said. <laughs> and ignore the other episode where Tim already says this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she was the script supervisor on the pilot for Seinfeld. So she worked on both wow. Seinfeld and The Simpsons. And how The many, Critic. How many, how, many, how many people can say that besides all the guests who would have appeared on both Seinfeld and The Simpsons? <laughs> but yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they retired her, which they did. Like, same with Troy McClure and Lionel Hearts. They retired them after Phil Hartman died. Yeah. I don't know why, but, like, I think, like, 10 years later... 
um, they just suddenly started using Lunch Lady Doris again mm. and just had Tress McNeil doing the voice. I mean, it sounds like they handled it a lot better than South Park when the actress who played all of the women died and they just didn't write any female characters in for a few episodes. And oh, really? Just brought, just, yeah, just brought in a new actor. Oh, wow. And also said in interviews that they were, like, angry at her. Like, yeah, just, like, oh, really. Shit. I love I love Trey and Matt. They're, I adore them. But they did not handle that very well, in my opinion. Anyway. Mm. Well, so, team so Team Homer. <laughs> uh, well, here's something uh, that I don't know why. There's, like, a good a bunch of nice little Easter eggs in this episode. So, I don't know why that stuff you may have missed is only two things. Right, right. But, um team called the Homewreckers. Right. That's got Princess Kashmir, Mindy, Le- Mindy and Lonely Lumpkin. And Jacques. Yeah. Right. That's a nice little background gag. Right. Do you reckon Mindy and Homer had an awkward <laughs> chat <laughs> yeah. at the Bolarama? I reckon all, all three of them. <laughs> all four, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 My, I almost fucked three of you and one of you cucked me. <laughs> My, here he comes home. Was the game, Homer? I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> Who did you play against tonight? Um, the, the police. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't that the other night? Look, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the episode that that we really want. Right. Uh, but and also, um, you noticed this when we were watching Tim Bumblebee Man's name is shown as Pedro on his right. shirt. Yes, I yeah. They really go back and forth because on one mm. hand he's just a British sounding man. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't understand this character, and on the other hand he lives <laughs> at home. <laughs> in the 22 short Yeah, films. yeah. It's his, his own character. And also... It's some- almost like the Simpsons don't really pay a lot of respect <laughs> to... <laughs> Continuity. Yeah. I hope someone got fired for that. Yeah. Point, um, they... Like from Futurama. They also... He's playing with Ken Brockman, Arnie Pie and Krusty. Right. But he's been shown as being on the other channel. Oh, Bumble- channel, Man. channel 8. Yeah. Right. Because okay. Krusty is like changing channels and, and it's like, I'm losing the ratings to this guy. But Maybe they met at the <laughs> Emmys or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Maybe he got cancelled and picked up by another network. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Made the made the yeah. jump. Like when yeah. Community went to Yahoo Screen. Maybe. Remember Yahoo Screen? Oh. <laughs> Remember when we all wanted more Community and then they made more Community and we were I like, don't mind no, thanks. I think the last couple of seasons of Community are pretty good. I, I like it all. I mean, it's better than an Arrested Development. Anyway, let's, oh, not, let's, wow. not, let's not go there. <laughs> uh, a few little things I liked. Um, the down with homework scene. Where my, oh, where, that oh. whole B plot is just... Yeah. I don't think it's quite Sugar Man level, yeah. but it's still really funny. So many excellent gags. Yeah. Compliments the, like, the A plot so well because you've got the, the wiener scene. Yeah, yeah. It's not like completely separate. Yeah. Like there's a couple little bits where they... Um, whatever, yeah. 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 They, they are nailing the Chalmers Skinner interaction yeah. in this one. Mm. Yeah. Harry Shearer, I assume, mm. does both of them. No, Harry Shearer oh. just does Skinner. Hank Azaria does Chalmers. Oh, okay. There so you go. Something I really liked, um, and it happens a few times over the series, is Skinner's laugh. He's got like a really nice, uh, yeah. It's mm. like he says it a few times. He goes, "Oh, oh mercy!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great characterization of him in this episode. You've got him just loving rules and discipline. Mm. Also got 
the obviously his interaction with Chalmers, the thing about his mum, thing the about dark, Vietnam. The darkness of that whole monologue. Yeah. And just the way that like the light comes down and it just like stays on his face and then just cuts away from it and it's yeah. never mentioned Man. again. Yeah. I love that stuff in this show. I Man, think it's, it's phenomenal. It sounds like a good stew. <laughs> Four different kinds of rice. That's a lot of rice. Yeah. I think is there some I feel like I've read online someone tried to Make Skinner's stew. Of course or they something. did. It's one hundred percent binging with Babish. Did yeah, did I think it might. What are the four different <laughs> kinds of rice? Basmati, white. <laughs> um, oh fuck! What did I make last night? What do you have with curries? Uh, keen? No, right? Quinoa, quinoa. I guess maybe. And of course, the fourth favorite type: brown. Brown. Miss <laughs> oh, Brown. Coconut. Coconut. Coconut rice. Lavender. That's my favorite. I would say coconut rice. Coconut rice. What's your favorite rice, Murphy? <laughs> yeah, I've been doing basmati lately. Yeah, okay. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of basmati. Classic. Do you have a Do you have a rice cooker? No, that'll no. change your whole life. Yeah. Really? Oh, game okay. changer. Yeah. yeah, absolute game changer. Um, <laughs> I, I, live, I live alone, so I feel like the amount of rice I need per meal. Doesn't justify it. I'll have too much rice left over. You can freeze it. What? <laughs> I have a question. So there's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very question. What the fuck am I doing with my Sunday? <laughs> Just been sitting with my my hand up for uh, ten minutes now. Um, so I have two questions actually. Yeah. So okay, the first one is pretty More of a simple. Than a <laughs> the second one, yeah, what is this Q and A? Quanda. There's a bit where um, uh, <laughs> Mo goes to like when he goes and hits Burns' knees yep. and tries to knock him out. Yeah. Um, obviously backfires. Great moment. And he comes back over Great to... Great moment, right, Tim? Okay. <laughs> I don't get it. Not, not worth interrupting. <laughs> Can you explain? He well, she said it was like Q&A, so we have to interrupt every mm, 10 seconds. Please, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> it was a... Gra- <laughs> I think I know where this question is going. <laughs> it's about the budget. <laughs> it is, yes. Uh, what do you think we can do to improve uh, the cost of living? Um... Uh, oh God, People at home are screaming. Anyway, so he goes back. <laughs> burns in the knee. He goes back over. Yeah, and he comes and he goes. Uh, Doe, we're never gonna mm. get rid of him or something. Yeah. My question is: Do you think it was written into the script that he says Doe, or do you think that was a Hank Azaria uh, improv? Let's get Hank on the phone right now. Let's give him a call. <laughs> I know it's three a.m. But also, I know that I shouldn't have your phone number. Um, I feel like you'd know where to get some tang. Um, <laughs> I think it, I think it, it sounds like a Azaria uh, ad lib. I reckon it was an ad lib as Maybe. well. He might it, have it would have been up. like a grunt to the start, just like Dow! yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like yeah. has got the line in the script, has done a couple of reads of it. It's just not quite like landing. That sounds that sounds yeah. Right. I and just question two. Love that <laughs> question two. Um, Will I ever find love? No. Um, so I was watching this episode and I was like, fuck, Mr. Burns is such a good character. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he has to be like the best non Simpson character in terms of like driving plot, driving yeah. um, story, even when he just sort of pops up. Like, he's such a, an integral part of the show. 
do you think that this is really like I've prepared like <laughs> activity book for it? Mr. <laughs> that being said, Mr. Speaker. But I was thinking. <laughs> so uh, my question: What color is Milhouse's hair? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Do you think that the show could survive without? Mr. Burns, because obviously there's been issues in the past with Harry Shearer mm. not wanting to, like, getting more yeah, money and yeah. stuff like that. I know mm. he wasn't involved in the, like, the theme park in America. They had to, like, yeah. write a lot of that stuff. And he um, also, when they did a Family Guy crossover, he didn't do that. Oh. Right. Thank you. Smart. <laughs> do you think... You could have sh- had a scene with Mr. Pewdishmint and Mr. Burns. That, Come on, Harry. That episode <laughs> is honestly one of the most horrific things I've ever seen in my life. Um, and you've seen Sophie's Choice. <laughs> I have. I have. I don't know why it's on my mind so much <laughs> at the moment. But, yeah, so do you, this very long-winded question. Do you think the show could survive, A, without Burns, B, is there a character that you think the show just outside of The Simpsons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Couldn't survive couldn't, that. Well, couldn't um, survive without. I, I mean, I, you go, Tim. I was going to say, it, are we talking Burns specific or are we talking all of Harry Shearer? Is that, the, is that what we want to talk about here? I think Burns specific. Burns specific. So, like for some reason, Harry Shearer will still come in and record, but he refuses <laughs> to do Burns. Yeah, okay. yeah. Or he's like, you need to pay me an extra whatever right. to do Mr. Burns. And they're like, we can't justify it. I mean, the I think now it. you could. Yeah, I think there's so... I mean, I don't think the show should be going at all. Mm. But yeah. um, the show has so many characters. Yeah. I, I think, think what, feel like you could do the show without do Mr. You, okay, so... I think what they could do, kill him off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think... One, he's so old. Makes sense story-wise. And it'd be a great episode, wouldn't it? Oh. And it would release Smithers. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, Smithers becomes the boss of the power Yeah, yeah. Smithers has a... um, Boyfriend now? Boyfriend now. They've been doing a lot more with Smithers the last few years. I think to... um, And actually doing, yeah, plots about about his homosexuality and stuff. I don't know. I don't know if he has a... Ongoing boyfriend character. He's just on grinder, you know. Yeah. He's just grinding about Springfield. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, grinder I- on Springfield could grind. Uh, it's yeah. not as good yeah. as yeah. moment. Oh, I try. I, see, I, see. <laughs> I really try. I thought you were just saying the same word, just louder. <laughs> yeah, Who are I you, just me? you grind turkey. There we go. <laughs> it's like when I'm bombing, and I'm like, no, you just didn't hear me. It's me at Lucky Cock on Tuesday. God, why did I do that to myself? That's anyway. your third question. Yeah. <laughs> God, Lucky Cock's back. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway. Go and do it. It's. I can't. I'm busy on Wednesdays. Mm. But oh, if you're around yeah. South Yarra, check it out. Is it South Yarra? Yes. All right. Yep. Check Chapel, it out. Chapel Street, baby. Anyway. Um, so, uh, yes, I think they could these days do the show without Mr. Burns. Absolutely. Uh, maybe not in the classic years. No. Um, Kill him off. Uh uh, Smithers takes over the power plant, so you can use him for yeah. any power plant related stories. Yeah. Plus, yeah. any other oh, stories involving flashbacks of the 40s, use Grandpa. Mm. Elevate Jasper a little bit. It sounds, <laughs> it, it, it kind of sounds like that could be like a finale episode. Killing Burns, like oh, having yeah. Burns die. Okay, because that kind of releases it, who shot Mr. Burns. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah, it was himself. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Um. I, we, I brought this up in the last episode. As soon as one of the core members either refuses or 
God forbid, passes away, mm. I don't see them continue. But they must have a contingency plan in place. Surely yeah, just, they would. There's just, too much money involved. That's that's the thing. But I think the bad that would, I think that would look so bad, like publicly wise. Like Disney would just say, "Dan Castellan has passed away. Next season has to keep going." So we've got mm. we brought in Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Okay, uh, now I'm back on board. I actually wouldn't uh, mind that. Oh. Um, but well, they did set the precedent. So, Rusi Taylor died. Yeah. Fuck, this is <laughs> a dark episode. This really is very depressing. Maybe we'll just uh, Has someone gears. checked on Donna Michi? <laughs> <laughs> Donna Michi is long dead. Um, or is he? So, uh, here's some- Get him back in the cocoon pool. <laughs> Bring him back to life. Remember cocoon, everyone? Ron Howard's cocoon? This episode coming to you from 1990... 1988. 1988. Yeah, Steve Gutenberg. It's going to go 1992. In Cocoon. Mm. Surely we're not talking about the 1992 sequel, Cocoon The Return. Cocoon. Cocoon. Oh, God. Okay, so... uh, Murphy, what are you talking about? (laughs) Murphy, stop talking about Cocoon. Go back to what you're talking about. I actually, I was going to say, a character they probably couldn't do this show without, or that would definitely change up the show, is actually Mo. Because Homer is always at... <laughs> I don't know why. I thought you were going to say Springfield. <laughs> you people are always like, oh, the fifth character of Sex in the City is New York. Yeah. <laughs> Homer's Carrie. Marge is Miranda. But Samantha. Lisa is Charlotte. And Springfield, it's a little character we like to call New York City. <laughs> uh, no, Mo. Mo and just like that. So especially with, I feel like they've, done a heap with Mo in the last, like, in the modern age. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've got heaps of Mo episodes. And, yeah. yeah, Homer's always going to Mo's. Like, as, you know, if Mr. Burns was in it, he'd be like, I'm going to the plant. But he can't mm. be like, I'm going to the bar. <laughs> yeah. Run by Smithers. <laughs> right. like, yeah, like, you could have maybe, you know, Homer... In the way that, like, they made Lisa a vegetarian and then, like, she stayed a vegetarian. Like, maybe Homer becomes, like, very, like, eco-conscious and that becomes, like, this weird part of his character. And so, he refuses to work at the... Oh, yeah. Anymore, okay. Maybe. See, that that would actually be all right. Yeah. Giving him- <laughs> Stop giving this away for free. <laughs> giving him plenty of time Gotta to spend. Got to earn that almighty Arler. <laughs> More time to spend at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm well, gonna drink you under the table. No. <laughs> Who do you think all those people were? Yeah, it's. A, I, do you think they'd been at a conference? Well, he sounded the same as Quimby. I think they're all Quimby family. So, and he kind of was, oh, he okay, looked a little bit like Quimby. So I think it's meant to. Yeah, they're all. They're and they're based on the Kennedys and the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking, was, speaking of dark episodes, hey, remember when? <laughs> remember when he got shot shot in the head? Oh, which Kennedy? <laughs> Um, hey, so let's go through some funny moments from the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I really like the line, I'm tired of being a wannabe league bowler. I want to be a league bowler. Yep. Like, it's just so simple but clever. Very yeah, good, yeah, yeah. very good. Um, Otto go, and I feel like I do this as well when I'm when I'm playing pool or something. I, Otto going, don't choke, don't choke, don't choke, don't choke. Don't Damn, wait, I, I knew I was going to choke. His, yeah. his little spin afterwards <laughs> Very well animated. And yeah. one thing I was noticing, this is a beautifully animated episode. Yeah. It's fantastic. Animating, a, a, yeah, the bowling ball 
mm. going, going so down. slowly yeah. and having mm. four strikes in a row at the same time. It's wonderful. When when yeah. uh, Marge is like, I will not pay you $500 for sex. It's lit so beautifully. Uh, there's like a, a crooked film noir-esque lighting mm. across their faces. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah. They've made, even though Maybe it's they got a... a um, a budget increase as well and they were like we're really just gonna <laughs> animate I mean, the sure, shit out of this episode surely at this point season seven they're they're just backing truckloads of money up to them yeah it's like this is the biggest thing in the world do, keep going do whatever you want i guess it is because it is an episode like mostly set to school and the bowling alley and around the house they've gone yeah, well let's just make true. let's just Make those little mm. like dingy places look real, like and I just and not having to create too many new environments. Or, well, yeah, like, they've got Luigi as the the book. They're just using old um, assets in the three D animation sense. I don't know what it would. Uh, yeah, they animation did, packs. Yeah, there's no real new locations in this episode. There's no new characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, like you said, the way Otto spins is really nice. I like the way they kind of like do little celebratory dances and stuff and like mm. when they're ribbing when he's like he's just ribbing your auntie and they're mm. like nudging each other like little moments like that are Even the, drawn really um, well uh, animated like really the well the rain comes down mm. and the uniforms become fluorescent yeah. I mentioned this while we were uh, watching the episode and was <laughs> shut down uh, <laughs> quite aggressively um, but the fact that they're like oh we don't remember you know, colours, I remember them. It's been like three days. <laughs> like, and then we pointed out, uh, actually, they've shown quite a few bowling games in between. So, mm. it kind of just been a few days. What does a bowling game Catherine go gave for? Me and Murphy a chance to correct a woman on the internet. <laughs> and we both mm. jumped at the opportunity. They went for it. As soon as you open your mouth, we were like, you're wrong! <laughs> I mean, that's not the first time it's happened <laughs> today, but that's okay. Oh, well, um, let's, let's get a bit dark. Let's go back to that stabbing victim in 1995. <laughs> so who would you choose if you had to? Oh, here's something. It's sad, but not in a sad, in like a, oh, wait. So we were talking about the like final episode of The Simpsons. Um Fingers crossed anything now. <laughs> but I read on Twitter, so it hasn't aired yet, but apparently someone leaked what's going to happen in the last episode of Neighbours because they've like just oh, finished oh, filming. Okay. And apparently what's going to happen, bloody spoiler alert if you don't want to know. Harold gets shot. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> By Homer. <laughs> um, no, apparently because they've brought back um, Kylie Minogue and yeah. Jason Donovan and apparently yeah. it's going to end with them like turning up to Ramsey Street and being like, we're home. Oh. Cut to black. That's it? <laughs> Doesn't that make you just so emotional? I couldn't. <laughs> when I read that on what? Twitter, I got so... I mean, I don't really... I got really... so like nostalgic, happy, sad feelings just... Mm-hmm. And you haven't even watched out. it yet. Yeah. <laughs> just reading a description. I'm absolutely going to sit down and watch the last episode. Absolutely. Mm. Guy Pierce has come back. I never I watched that. it when Kylie Minogue and what's his name were on it. I have never watched an episode of Neighbours. Wow. Really? Yeah. Not even just kind of like in the background. I'm sure I've seen clips in the background, but I've never sat... Oh, I've never. Shit. I'm in a way, though. I've seen every episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a podcast. I feel like you were really either like you were a Neighbours or you were a Home and Away. Yeah. yeah. I was always a Neighbours fan. We were Neighbours because um, my sister started going to school with someone from 
um, neighbours. Was it Harold? <laughs> uh, no, it was Paul Donovan. <laughs> Is that his name? Jason Paul Donovan? Robinson. Paul Robinson. <laughs> Combined. Played by <laughs> Stephen Dennis. No, it was uh, Summer. I think they've had a few characters called Summer over the years, but um, it yeah, was uh, Boyd's sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's when we started watching it. Um, Mm. And then when I moved out of home, I moved in with someone who was, uh, she came from a home and away household. So Mm. then I started getting into home and away. The original old couple. Yeah. (laughs) Look, I don't know. But anyway, just like, even if you haven't seen Neighbours, like Scott and Charlene is just, that's such a like iconic Australian pop culture moment. Mm. That when I read that on Twitter, that that's how they're going to end it. I was like, that is so perfect. Then they go to a diner and they order some food for the family. (laughs) (laughs) And and Scott's always looking at the door, (laughs) wondering who's going to come in. And then cut to black. Uh, Cheers finale. Cheers finale. Um, There's a good band called Scott and Charlene's Wedding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So check them out. (laughs) Yeah. What is... uh, Tim Homer. This this was... uh, I remember this... Uh, I think this was like one of the first that I can remember watching live on TV. Oh, and okay. taping at the time, and I had this on tape mm. for a long time. Oh, it was a favourite growing up because it, yeah. you know, it had all the trappings of like a sports movie, mm. uh, which I was easy to understand and you know, didn't have any <laughs> adult themes or anything that was going over my head. It was yeah. like, oh, yeah. From Homer giving Marge money for sex. Yep, absolutely. I, I <laughs> learned that very early on. But also they had the... Um, yeah, the B plot with the kids and yeah. I went to school with the school uniforms. So like, you relate to it. Did Absolutely. you have uniforms as a kid? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel like uniforms are more an Australian thing than in America. Definitely. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you had them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I am eldest of four. Yeah. And me and my younger brother went to a school with um, uniforms. So did my sister. But by the time my youngest brother was going to that school, the school was going to close that year, so he had to go to another school. That didn't have uniforms. Wow. And we were ropeable. <laughs> it's like, I had six years of wearing a blazer and a tie every day. Oh, wow. A tie. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I think there's a there's also a difference between schools that had strict formal uniforms. That's more like a private school. Thing. Yep. All boys Catholic school. Shirt tucked in. Tie. Yeah. Blazer. So we badge. would look at kids that went to yeah, like St Joseph's or St Joseph's. That is exact. That's the name of my school, <laughs> St Joseph's. You were yeah. one of those St Joseph's sweeps. No, I not, was. Not, I went. There's a one in July. Oh my yeah, god, yeah, yeah. listeners, uh, Murphy is strangling Tim. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I yeah, I went to school in a different town, but um, you you're lucky. Um, but uh, no, we would look at people. This went a Shelbyville to- <laughs> Springfield <laughs> yeah. situation. So we both want to fuck our cousins. <laughs> They're so attractive. Who stole the lemon tree? What side Uh, is which? I feel like Geelong's. Mm. Wait, what? Geelong's Shelbyville. Yeah, yeah, sorry. We do have yellow fire hydrants. Um, But no, we... um, we would make fun of the kids or think of like private school punters that wore wore ties and shit. Because we didn't have like... Yeah, and we, they didn't really care if our shirts were untucked and stuff. Like, yes, we had to wear the same stuff. We had a uniform, but it wasn't like mm. end of the world if we looked shabby or whatever. And that's what happens when you go to a school that doesn't acknowledge the Lord. <laughs> the big man upstairs. Oh, okay. So, uh, I wanted to um, just mention very briefly that the Holy Rollers, real Hillsong vibes. <laughs> yeah. I imagine that is how a Hillsong concert starts. They walk in with yeah. their hooded cloaks and then they take them off and the light. Just real creepy. Yeah. Real fuck, creepy Good to see stuff. them lose. Yeah. 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 If only Hillsong would lose. Just, <laughs> that was... Just that 
Yeah. <laughs> Let him loose. <laughs> what, one thing that really appealed to me watching this as a kid was seeing like all the all the side characters mm. grouped together in, in, you know, like the police framers. Yeah. Pun. Because <laughs> bowling frame is also a term. Oh. Uh, the police and like the home wreckers and the holy rollers. Yeah. Are there any other groupings of characters mm. that they could have done at this point? Oh, yeah. Oh, like they could have done like the power plant. They could have had like Lenny That's and true. Carl and Charlie and Zootroy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I pulled that one out of like, my ass. They must have. I, and I reckon they probably made a very conscious choice not to have Lenny and Carl be. Yeah. Because the, they're, they're mistresses. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that sounds like a real 3 a.m. writer's room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're mistresses. <laughs> yeah, not to have them because obviously they work at the power plant as well. Yeah. So you couldn't have the same. Dynamic yeah. burns yeah. Um, plot. They could have had um, mm. old people team. Grandpa oh, Jasper, yes. G- old Jewish old man, Jewish guy. and Mrs. Glick. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's a great <laughs> That'd team. Be great. But then I guess you've got you've already got jokes about Mr. Burns being old and not being able to bowl. Right, so they've right. kind of yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. But you like if the B plot wasn't wasn't school based, you could have like Edna Hoover, Skinner, Chalmers. Yeah, mm. that's Perfect. true. Yeah, yeah. You could have uh, the Hellfish. Oh yeah, Burns, Homer, <laughs> Burnsy, yeah. Homer, not Homer, um, Asa, Grandpa, Asa, Sketch, Ox. Yeah. Uh, Radio. Yep. <laughs> um, Fuck, I love that. Episode. That's a great episode. Have you covered that one on the podcast? No, we haven't. Oh, oh dude, that's Get us a back. good one. Yeah, okay, Can we, let's do it now. All right. Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern. <laughs> I am Simpsons Dork, Murphy McLaughlin, and I'm here with other uh, fellow dorks from the classic episode, seasons one to seven. I'm just getting my big book out. We've got Catherine Owen. <laughs> that was creepily accurate. <laughs> Say the name of the Hellfish episode. That is what happens uh, Rage when and you... Abe Simpson and his... Fuck. Rage and Abe Simpson and... His flying hellfish? Grumbling grandson Grand- in the oh. curse of the flying hellfish. Grumbling yeah. grandson in the curse of the flying hellfish. Not a hellfish. true fan. That's why you can never host the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, oh, I'm being gatekept. <laughs> I'll just mention a few other favorite moments from the episode. Oh, it's got the classic uh, line of suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. That right. is a good line. Good line. Go to team name at Simpsons Trivia as well, mm. I feel. A lot of, I feel like I always I host Pop Trivia with... Um, a team called the Crappy Club for Jerks. Ah, yes. Nice. <laughs> also good. Some of the members of that have been on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Um, oh, Nelson going, ha, ho. That is, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that was a classic um, <laughs> early internet uh, downloading Simpsons soundboards. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. Ha, ho was, was one of them, yeah. The other one in this episode, and it's such a random like quote that just doesn't mean anything, but I remember it being one of those clips was um, God Boy Couldn't Get a Strike. Oh, okay. Oh, it's right, just right, right. one of those, <laughs> just people saying all the time, ha, ha, God Boy Couldn't Get a Strike, <laughs> completely out of context, like nothing to do with bowling. You go get a coffee. And go, Here's your coffee, Catherine. Ha, ha, God Boy Couldn't Get a Strike. Yeah. <laughs> I yep, mean, you yep. too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that was just one of those random quotes that my friends and I would say. Yeah, maybe. I feel like a lot of um, parts of this episode got quoted or brought up a lot um, at school because we would often go bowling at school. Particularly, there was one year we had a PE teacher who was a real pushover, and um, we'd rock up 
uh, and he goes, all right, today we're going to do soccer. And we're like, nah, we're going bowling. Because there was a, I should clarify, there was a 10-pin bowling place, like a five-minute walk from the school. Right. So, we were like, nah, we're going bowling today, Westy. Oh, no, no, we went bowling last week. And we're like, nah, bowling this week. And we just start walking. Sounds like a real Shelbyville. <laughs> we, this would not have flown at St. Joseph's. No. And it's not an example of our motto, Lucy at Lux Astra, let your light shine. Ours was strive for the highest. Okay. And we did by always going bowling. <laughs> uh, what, what was high school on the Gold Coast like? Mm, I think ours was like dare to dream. Oh, okay. And you're now on this podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. I made it. <laughs> we didn't clarify your uniform. Was that ties and blazers type uniform or just? Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. God, no. Yeah, cool. I'm not a punce. <laughs> Sorry, ever since you said that, I've just been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm obsessed with this word now. I'm trying to figure out what what word Murphy substituted that in for. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know. Uh, I classic. So a word I always say uh, is <laughs> don't say it. What um, Clod. C-L-O-D Clod And I forgot Homer says in this episode When he's like No one roast beef You Clod (laughs) So good Um, Well What a journey I think we've done it Any uh, final thoughts on the episode? Uh, Look uh, We've been talking around it But this is uh, One of my favourites as a child I've I've loved it It was so good to Rewatch it Mm -hmm. I mean Yeah we, We were saying before We even started watching it Season 7 Fuck, they're really hitting their stride. Well, totally. I mean, not hitting their stride. <laughs> this is a season where the Simpsons got good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But fuck, they're fire, firing on all cylinders here. Yeah, yeah they've, absolutely. They've hit their stride in previous seasons. They know what makes it good. There's no emotional wrap-up at the end of this. It's just Homer being mauled to death it's by It's just dogs. an ending. It's an <laughs> ending. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. do, I mean, it is a, quite a feel-good. Like, the moment where Otto um, pulls the thing up and the thing crashes mm. that helps the pin go over, I love shit like that. Mm. Like, that makes me go, yeah. Like, because it's like, it's not out of nowhere. You've set up Otto playing that thing all episode. Mm-hmm. So, it's like a really nice and way to... And it's yeah. still teamwork because yeah. essentially he helps them totally. to yeah. win. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he? So, I, I really love... I mean, yeah, the, the ending ending is Homer getting mauled. <laughs> yeah. But I love that that's how they yeah. won the game. It's really well done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sorry, Tim, out of 10? I'm going to have to... I love this episode. Mm. I'm going to have to give it a nine. Nice. Mm. Nice. Catherine? Yeah, it's a great episode. I have spoken on the podcast before that it's the episodes with a real emotional mm. thread that really pull at your heartstrings that are like my favourites. Yeah. So while I can watch this and be like, structurally, this is like a perfect Simpsons episode, B plot, brilliant, A plot, brilliant, gags, 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 yeah. all the way through, endlessly quotable. Um, but I, I don't know if it's like quite... In my like favorites, yeah. But it's like a perfect. If you were gonna be like to someone, uh, I'm gonna introduce you to The Simpsons. Yeah, this is, like, a really, really good episode. That's true, someone. actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it eight, eight out of ten. Nice. Um, yeah. You never see this episode pop up in people's like top tens. No one ever. I don't mm. think I've ever had someone say the Pin Pals episode is my mm. favorite. Yeah, but yeah, watching it, I'm like, fuck, it's so good. There's so many mm. classic moments. Yeah. So many like. It's laugh a minute. Yeah. Um, it's which were the Simpsons is a terrible. Review. Yeah, <laughs> I love one laugh a minute. Twenty two laughs. Uh, hey, that's still pretty good. That's still pretty good yeah, <laughs> for well, an average sitcom. That'd be pretty good. But no, okay. Well, I get. To be fair, it was more like laugh a twenty three second interval. 
let's let's go back out, and, out of ten. <laughs> let's just. Uh, I'm gonna give it nine and a half. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. big. Great character. Like characterization is great. Uh, just really enjoyable to watch. Really funny. Yeah. Um, I also really enjoy the uh, the quote um, when Mo is like, uh, he acts like he never got caught driving without pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I really love that. Yeah. Great, great episode for Mo. Great episode for Homer. Mm. Great episode for Luigi. Good stuff. Great episode for Otto. Yeah. Like Marge is clearly interested. Gets his lobster harmonica. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gets back on the team by yeah. the end. Yeah. He's crushing it. Yeah. It, it is actually. He can do it, Otto. He can. <laughs> yeah, because you don't really see Otto much outside of the school bus. So it was good to see him yeah. hanging out with other characters in a yeah. different environment. Yeah. Windows. I don't think I can afford this place. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh, I also really like the sounds that Marge, it's really great voice work when Homer is describing um, how he helped the team win um, to Marge. She's making little... Um, yeah, her eyes are like uh, almost shut. She's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. Uh, all right. So, nine and a half, nine, eight. Yeah. Great good. episode. Anything to plug, Tim and Catherine? Yo, I'm on all the social medias at Mr. Timothy Clark, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. Also, check out at Chimp Cop Comedy. Nice. A sketch group yes. with myself, Ben Vanell, Rosie Vanell, Adam Knox, uh, who we saw just before recording. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just walking around. Uh, so, check us out. We're a sketch group. Hopefully, we'll have some film stuff later this year or mm. Melbourne Comedy Festival next year. But cool. also... At Mr. Timothy Clark, the best follow you'll ever get. Catherine. Mm. You got um, your, your, your neighbour's podcast? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I mean, I feel like now's the time to do it. You know, everybody's talking about it. Uh, you can follow me on socials as well. It's Catherine House with a K. Highly recommend following uh, Timothy Clark, <laughs> even though I hate it, um, on Twitter. <laughs> I most of my Twitter feed is just me replying to Tim's tweets. <laughs> um, there was one about you fucking COVID the other day. Was there? Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, I tweeted. What does having COVID feel like? Like warm apple pie. <laughs> yeah. No, I got tagged in it because someone told me off for not telling you off. Oh like, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. the level that we're at now, where people nice. like pointed out to me. I remember that one. That was that one. Yeah. 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 So apologies to everybody that I, you know, I kind of solid um, tweet. Um, yeah. Well, my stuff's at murphymclaughlin.com. Uh, you can check out um, all my stuff through that. And if you want to support the podcast, please give it a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Facebook or whatever. Um, and yeah, tell your friends. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, one thing we forgot to mention about this episode, uh, the police framers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wiggum, Blue, Eddie, and uh, and Snake as well. Mm. What, uh, what, was, uh, what, was, what was Snake's classic quote oh. as he was... Dropping the bowling ball and then running out. I think it might have been something along the lines of... Bye! Is that what it was? Bye!